Today's program is brought to you by Athletic Greens. This could not be a better sponsor for us because Charlie and I legitimately drink Athletic Greens and talk about it ad nauseum. Look, with so many stressors in life, it's difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits and give our bodies the nutrients it needs to thrive. Busy schedules, poor sleep, racing to 270. Mm. Stress or simply not eating enough of the right foods can leave us deficient in key nutrients. I mean, Aaron, more than anybody in this contest, he has to have his Athletic Greens because he's limiting his calories. Now, one tasty scoop of Athletic Greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients that all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet. Right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system during these winter months. They are offering Arm Cherries a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com race today. You'll basically never need vitamin D again. Simply visit athleticgreens.com race and join health experts, athletes, and health-conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to their health every day. You want to look like Charlie? Do Athletic Greens. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com race and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you've heard more than two episodes of Armchair Expert, odds are you've heard me talk about my best friend, Aaron Weekly. He is one of the greatest loves of my life. We met when we were 12. We were both living with single mothers, both trying to define ourselves as young men in the absence of a father figure, both trying to figure out different ways to cope with very similar childhood traumas. And through this friendship, I found my personality. I found my confidence. I found my way. But the biggest gift we gave to each other was a place to be vulnerable Amidst all of our obnoxious, ritualized feats of rural masculinity, there was also room to be scared and worried and sad. There was unconditional acceptance in a bubble free of judgment. In so many ways, I owe my life to Aaron. We have slalomed in and out of each other's lives for the last 34 years. I took a radical detour through sobriety 16 years ago that proved to be our hardest chasm to straddle. But for the last 14 months, we have been strolling down the same road again, and it has been, to quote Aaron, outrageous. We've had dozens of moments where we were teleported back to seventh grade. It's been such an incredible year that I selfishly want 40 more just like it. And that brings us to this show. On the surface, sure, it's a weight loss, weight gain contest. But for me, it's about securing my oldest, most trusted lifeline. And I think we all need those. Nobody, nobody loses. Nobody, nobody loses. Welcome to the first episode of Race to 270. <laughs> and this is not a political <laughs> podcast. No, this is a contest. This will be our first ever, I guess we call it a game show, right, Monica? Ooh, I love game shows. Armchair Experts, first game show. So let me just tell you what the premise of this show is. Charlie and I were sitting around at the Hansons' house. 
I don't know why we were discussing his weight and Aaron Weekly's weight, but I said, if I were to put down a $5,000 challenge, would you try to get to 270? And if Aaron accepted and was willing to try to get down to 270, is this a competition you'd be interested in participating in? And you enthusiastically said yes. Oh, yeah. Instantly. And this is Perfect 10 Charlie, by the way. I, I mean, I don't know if people have made that connection. Well, that's what we're going to get into, who oh. the contestants are. Okay, sorry, sorry, okay, okay. sorry, sorry. So people are already a little familiar with Aaron Weekly, of course. Best friend Aaron Weekly. Best friend Aaron Weekly. And then, of course, they've heard a million times about Perfect 10 Charlie. So we'd like to learn a little bit more about Perfect 10 Charlie. But before we do that, Aaron, could you describe how Charlie looks from your opinion? <laughs> Like I've said before, the first thing that came to mind was a fucking handsome fireman. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That you would uh, see on the cover of a calendar for firemen. (laughs) Right, promoting firefighters. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But uh, that was always my first thought. And then that day at the beach when uh, someone asked him if he was a Viking, (laughs) that would be my Second description of Charlie. (laughs) And my third and last would be Perfect 10 Charlie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And would it be fair to say that your and I's dream body since we've been in high school would probably be Charlie's body? Most certainly, yes. (laughs) Yeah, because Charlie just teeters on the edge of looking like a bodybuilder, but he doesn't look like a bodybuilder. He looks like he's lifted a trillion logs and and put bundles on his shoulder and climbed ladders and just earned it the old-fashioned way. Absolutely. (laughs) And his face is just fucking gorgeous. The symmetry is off the charts. It's like... There's a mirror <laughs> splitting his face in half. <laughs> He's blushing. I am. I'm blushing. <laughs> Monica, could you just tell from so we can get a female perspective on oh, Charlie? Sure. Uh fireman calendar is pretty good. <laughs> Charlie is very hot, as we all know. He's perfect 10 Charlie. He looks perfect. There's no getting around it. I'm trying to think if there's even a celebrity. That I could equate. I'm surprised Charlie isn't a celebrity. Well, he will be after this. <laughs> Weirdly, although this guy isn't nearly hot enough, he looks like the crazy redhead on Game of Thrones when he had a big long beard. Right. <laughs> and he was a bad guy in Chips for anyone that's seen Chips. So let's go through a brief history of why you're so gorgeous and your body's so nice. You were an athlete in high school? Athlete in high school and college. What was your sport? Played football. Oh, yeah, you did. Only football. Mm. What position? <laughs> I played tight end at Georgetown. Oh, jeez. Unifile. Unifile yeah. school That's right, right there. Wow. Took a little hiatus when I was done just because I was done working out. So after I graduated, kind of stopped and then got back in. And, man, that's been since 2010. Did you get back in because your body was starting to slip or did you keep exercising throughout that period? Or did you just take a real break? A real break. It started oh. to slip. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Good Everything for started to slip. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't believe it. Two years of that. I know. We need to see a picture of that time. Oh, there's some pretty bad ones. So you got back into it. And then by the time I met you, you and Erica, your beautiful wife, owned a CrossFit gym. Yeah, we started that in about 2011, and I had done CrossFit maybe for two years at that point. We opened a gym in downtown LA and kept that running until May this year. 
So immediately what comes to mind, and I think, Monica, you'll have some thoughts on this, is the ethics of this challenge. Oh, I have many thoughts. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. So right out of the gates, you go like, is it a good idea to offer someone a prize money to gain (laughs) what ultimately be 40 pounds in a a short period of time? Hopefully. (laughs) And so you just think you're paying someone to kind of ruin their body. Yeah, I'm not crazy about this. You're not crazy (laughs) about this. No. But the only reason I can go to bed at night is that Charlie last year, for absolutely no reason. Yep. Well, maybe there was a reason. What happened last year? For the marathon? We're talking marathon? No, no. We're talking your your inexplicable weight gain last (laughs) year. (laughs) This time. Yes. I guess it was a year ago. I got up to about 260. (laughs) It kind of started, I was probably about 220. Mm. And then I started slowly gaining weight. Mm. And then at some point, I'm like, well, let's just keep this going, see how far we can get. And yeah, about this time last year, I was 260. And kind of for a, no reason. a cleanish gain. Like clean. the muscle mass kept quadrupling. And th- we were on some family vacations where you looked like a silverback gorilla. Like your <laughs> gut was really distended, yet it was still an eight pack, but it was huge. It was like a wheelbarrow gut with <laughs> muscles on top of it. And then your trapezias were enormous. They were coming out of your ears, basically, down to your shoulders. Yeah, I can carry maybe 20 pounds in those boobies. It's <laughs> <laughs> basically like a rump roast. So since you had done that just as a hobby, I thought, well, he might do this on his own, Monica. It's not like I'm asking him to do something he hasn't already done for his own amusement. Okay. I mean, that's true. But 270s the most you've ever weighed, right? Oh, Charles? yeah. Yep. Oh, God. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. What if his heart can't take it? Oh, his heart could take 350. I'm just, what if? He's a professional. Yeah, Monica, he's a a professional. A professional what? A professional perfect 10. (laughs) Well, exactly. A professional 10. (laughs) That's my point. That's exactly my point. Charlie's body knows what it's like to be a perfect 10, so I'm worried about it getting to... Perfect nine. Yeah. And (laughs) seeing if they can handle it. I feel very confident he'll still be a perfect 10 at 270. That's true. I'll just throw for context that our good guy, uh, Ronnie Coleman, when he was winning Mr. Olympians, he was 300 pounds, right? And you guys are probably the same height, or you might be a little taller, actually. Probably a little taller. I mean, I've spent a good six hours in the last week looking at bodybuilders and their weight. Oh, you just, have. Just to make sure that it's possible. Okay. And what are you seeing? Because I mean, most of those guys we see win, they're like 5'7 or something, yeah, right? they're huge, 300 plus. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's possible. Okay. Wait, I have one question. Yeah. But I think the listeners might be wondering, and you sort of touched on it. So are you, Charlie, going to do this in a way where it's mostly muscle? I'd like to. Okay. I think the last 15 are going to be tough to do that, but I'm going to start. Diet's been pretty clean. Not a lot of crap yet. Maybe you're going to eat like a few pints of ice cream towards the end. Towards the end if I have to. Okay, okay. And what we should point out now is that we have set up some ground rules as it's evolved. And basically, we decided that Charlie, he's not going to cheat. He's not going to drink two gallons of water the night of the weigh-in and put on 17 pounds. He's going to play fair. Also, because people are lighter in the morning and heavier at night, Charlie's going to get to weigh in at night and Aaron will weigh in in the morning. Oh, I, okay, I like that. And I proposed this challenge to Weekly. Weekly was very amen- amenable. Amenable. 
Do we like that? I'm not crazy about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, agree. I don't know if that's right. I don't want to sign off on it. <laughs> okay, so that's still up in the air. But he agreed to it. And unprompted, he sent us his first weigh-in photo. And what's great is it came to Charlie and I at the same time. But I didn't <laughs> open it, and Charlie had. And so he brought it over. And I immediately start trying to look at the scale. It's a digital scale. I'm trying to read the weight, but I'm seeing like 888 because it's a bad angle. And I'm not laughing. And, and Charlie goes, just really look at the photo. <laughs> and I don't know why I missed it because a third of the photo is the head of Aaron's penis. He took his slacks and panties off to do his weigh-in. <laughs> and he caught a big portion of head. Yeah. I immediately showed it to everyone. And you weren't here, Monica, the first time we tried this, but I told Aaron, I hope you don't mind. I said, you know, Monica took a second look and she said, look great. Uh, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I'm not sure I should it went be here. Straight, but... It went straight to my head. But I did the same thing. I did not notice it at first. I was staring at the numbers and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, it was almost like a magic uh, eye photo. It, <laughs> it felt like when a dad takes a picture and their thumbs halfway in it yes. that's yeah. what i thought was happening that's what's great about it is once you see it how could you miss it it's exactly. a third of the frame at least is the but no one saw it the rosy head of Aaron's penis. it was it was nice it that's was all smooth. i wanted to pass nice. on yeah. people like to hear that monica go, that's exactly what you said too you like let me see it again you and jess did a round two look <laughs> jess liked it yeah and then you go, it's nice. I think this is why you, you <laughs> nice. invited me to join in on this because you wanted me to say that to Aaron. <laughs> well, of course I want you to tell my son that is the head of his penis uh -huh. is yeah, nice. Of course, of course. You want <laughs> yeah, your daughter so. to tell your son that his penis is nice. <laughs> yeah, this will in fact help with my weight loss, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Builds my confidence. So, Aaron, just kind of walk us through your body over the last, I don't know, 15 years. <laughs> well, let me start by saying that when Aaron and I graduated high school, we had the same exact build. You know, I'm maybe an inch taller than Aaron. We were both around 200 pounds. He was always a little bit heavier than me because he's got nice, thick legs and a beautiful, buoyant ass. Mm. Uh, I've always <laughs> been envious of it. But we were pretty much identical in outline or silhouette. And then Aaron also roofed for years, and he just had these gorgeous shoulders. I think I sent you a picture of him on a school bus lighting a cigarette, and he just—he looked like fucking uh, <laughs> Sam Elliott from Mask. Yeah, I think I kept it around two twenty-ish most of my adult life, and um, had pretty good muscle mass. <laughs> and <laughs> let's see, fifteen years ago, I think that's close to the decline. <laughs> 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 that would have put me at 30 years old maybe maybe five years later but uh slowly raised you've already said it on here you're almost a year sober so you had a pretty solid drinking problem yeah tons of uh drinking which i guess the calories don't agree with you when you get older so i i remember when 250 came i was like huh how about that? 250. <laughs> that's pretty fucking awesome. And, um, you know, I, w I wasn't upset. It was, uh, it was okay. Yeah. And then the next markers were 275. I remember <laughs> and, um, that started to not be okay. <laughs> And declining, <laughs> declining muscle mass <laughs> started to start showing up in my stomach. 
There was that fucking horrible day when I uh, saw 300 (laughs) on the the scale. (laughs) And that was always a joke of mine that, well, fuck it, I'm 280. I might as well shoot for 300. (laughs) Sure. Against my (laughs) better judgment. um, I guess I kind of did. And uh, (laughs) I hit three and uh, didn't stop there. Um, (laughs) battle. The highest I saw me on the scale, and this isn't to say I didn't get a little heavier, but was 313. Mm. And uh, that's just not acceptable anymore. <laughs> it's not funny. 300, I, it was funny. 313 was fucking awful. <laughs> because I started thinking, what's next? Four? Yeah. <laughs> 350? Sure, sure. Well, and then you came out about a month ago. You're like, Dad, I got to get this under control. And I was like, yeah, uh, so come out. So you were here for two weeks. And God bless you. I admire your willingness more than any other person I know. We worked out 14 days in a row, and you ate perfect every single day. And you never complained, and you were up for the challenge the whole time. And so we left to go to Detroit together. You were at 299.8. So you had lost yeah. like almost you know, 13, 14 pounds. That's great. Yeah. Those 13 and 14 pounds just to get me back to 300 were really nice. It was a real good feeling. It wasn't easy, Dex, but it was easier to do it being around you and all of you guys, actually. Charlie and uh, Ryan and Monica, the whole crew. And Eric, we all kind of work out on vacation. And Eric, yeah. It's nice. So then I went back to Michigan with you and then probably kept it in the same zone. We had one really terrible day at Four Cider Mills. That'll be its own episode, but probably put on a few. (laughs) But at the time that I text you with the challenge, you were then at 306, was it? 306, yeah. Okay. Yep. And Charlie, you were at? 230 on the dot. Right. So this is really close to being even. So you had to gain 50 pounds. 40. 40. No. Oh, 40. 40. And Aaron had 36. Yep. Yes. I mean, that just worked out beautifully. When was this? Tomorrow will be two weeks. Yeah. Tomorrow, two weeks. Okay. Yeah. So the next episode, we'll have an update about week two. But after week one, disappointingly, the next photo of Aaron did not include the head of his penis. No. (laughs) I'm not interested in seeing that picture then. Yeah. We didn't share that one around. The next one I'm going to get super hard for the picture. (laughs) I want to take a 10-minute detour on that topic of Aaron getting hard. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Because this is absolutely incredible. It's very relevant, and it's incredible. So when Aaron was visiting three weeks ago, we went to the beach on a Sunday. We were splashing around in the waves. We were singing and hollering, and Charlie was surfing, and we were all having a blast. And I threw my neck out in a pretty severe way, getting tumbled around. What are you putting put in the washing machine, Charlie? Is yep. that what's going? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I had a real bad neck the next day. I called this masseuse that we know, who has been swearing by this guy, Doctor K, that fixed her back. And I said, "Can you get Doctor K to come by?" So he came over to the house. He wrenched on me to my absolute shock and amazement. My neck was better in one session. So just a few days before that, we were in the gym and Aaron was saying, I can't really bench much because my shoulder has hurt for like three years. I said, Dr. K, can you stick around and work on Aaron? He said, yes. And then so Aaron just kind of walk us through the treatment, like the steps. Also, Dr. K is an Indian man. It's important to say that. Oh, yeah. Very handsome. 
Very handsome. Yeah, Yeah, so (laughs) Dr. K started with my shoulder. He really worked on me. I mean, he fucking got on top of me at some point because he couldn't get, you know, the leverage he needed from the ground. And he, uh, I wish I would have walked in right when he was kneeling on your chest. Yeah, it was hilarious. I, I was, you know, giggling the whole time because it was outrageous what was happening. But um, he uh, fucking popped that shoulder just pushed on it so hard till it popped and he cracked my neck and he cracked uh, me in the some nose. other things yeah <laughs> fingered me <laughs> but, uh, he then went on to ask me what else is wrong because I, I assumed he was only working on the shoulder i told him well my uh le- <laughs> my left thigh hasn't had feeling in it for seven years or so <laughs> Let's take one second to digest the fact that you haven't been able to feel your thigh for seven years. And I hope it'll just be informative of how many things were going wrong that were louder than that. But now that you're sober, you're like clicking through all these things and we're finally at the leg that's been uh, frozen for seven years. Okay. The one time in my life that that was addressed, I tried to ignore it because I was in a bad way for a few years. The one time I actually tried to address it to the doctor, I was in the hospital (laughs) during a stay and um, they didn't want to mess with that at the time because they were (laughs) bigger fish to fry. So (laughs) I know how outrageous this sounds. (laughs) It might even be sickening (laughs) that someone could uh, live their life like I have. So he started pulling on my leg and cracking more things. And um, really quick, the table he uses isn't the most robust table. When he was fucking jerking your whole body, would you think you were going to collapse? Yeah, you would think, right? 300 pounds sitting on that fucking table and then add him because he was on top of me. So lastly, he asked, is there anything else that you want me to (laughs) work on? Well, really quick, your leg completely came back online, right? Yeah, I had feeling in it, and I have feeling till this day. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, yeah, everything he did was so fast and nothing short of a miracle. I mean, this is embarrassing, but... I just assumed if I didn't die first, I, it would have to be amputated. You know, I oh. assumed there was no circulation. Oh, boy. <laughs> Who knows what would have been going on? I was afraid to find out. So, yeah, feeling came back in my leg. He kind of put me on the spot asking me if there was anything else wrong with me, which is a question that can't be answered, <laughs> you know, quickly. But it's... <laughs> I, uh, it was almost like I had to run through what's most important to me because I knew I had another half hour with them. So I told them for uh, years I haven't been able to get a boner without popping uh, hundreds of milligrams of uh, PEDs. <laughs> and uh, as far-fetched as I thought that might be telling a chiropractor. Stay tuned for more. If you dare. We are supported by Element, another bullseye of a sponsor for this program, because Element is all about hydration. Proper hydration requires water and electrolytes. That's the thing people forget. Well, I forget. Yes, you do. Especially for active folks who sweat a ton. Often electrolytes are forgotten. For low-carb or fasting, electrolytes are key for relieving hunger, cramps, headaches, tiredness, and dizziness. 
Another thing Aaron's got to be on nonstop. Let me tell you who uses Element. NFL teams, NBA players, and coaches. Moms, people getting a workout in. Now look it, you can try this totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend, and they'll give your money back, no questions asked. Also, we have worked out an exclusive deal for Ultimate Health listeners. Receive a free Element sample pack. You only pay $5 for shipping. The sample pack includes eight packets of Element, two citrus, two raspberry, two orange, and two raw unflavored. To claim this deal, you must go to drinklmnt.com slash 270. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to drinklmnt, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com forward slash 270. This deal is only valid for the month of January. I love Element and I use Element daily and I think you'll love it too. Get your free sample pack now. If you don't love it, they will refund your $5. No question asked. I'm so impressed by the way you thought to bring this up with him because yeah I would not in any world think that's something that a guy could solve. No. Right yeah, yeah so in fact he uh, was ready to go <laughs> tackle this problem immediately and uh, <laughs> he said all right well lay back down. He said, don't be embarrassed. I understand this is a big one for guys. So he started pushing on my pubic area. <laughs> and um, <laughs> One side was fine. And then the other side was so fucking tender that I almost cried when he pushed on it lightly. And he's like, here's the problem. Oh, my gosh. He said, take a deep breath, and uh, and he just started going after this area with uh, his fingers, and he cr- some things cracked in there, like there was... Uh, oh, my goodness. It sounded like uh, a lot of snapping and uh, things that you don't want to hear happen in that area. Like someone um, smashing a plastic water bottle? Y- yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but i got up and it was over and uh, i went outside and talked to you and i was like what my god my arm feels great my leg has feeling and then the next morning i woke up with a solid fucking hard boner (laughs) that i don't even think i've gotten that hard off 200 milligrams of cialis in the last like six seven years oh my god i was sitting on the patio and he came up and he goes oh my god i have fucking morning wood oh so exciting that was it felt like a dream i could not there was no way that happened it's incredible and you've had solid boners since. Oh, man. I think that's just the most incredible story. Monica. It is. It is. Dr. K also thinks he's going to cure my epilepsy. Yes. <laughs> you, you have an appointment tonight, right? I do. Okay. So now let's go through the first week. Charlie, tell us what you did on week one. You started the week at 2.30. And then what was your routine? Started at 2.30, which is kind of my regular weight. Don't have to try too hard to cut calories or add calories. That's pretty, pretty standard. So for the first week, I just ate more of what I already ate. So just kind of ate till I was full every meal. Didn't add too much. I did add in breakfast, Mm. which is, I usually don't eat breakfast. So that was kind of it. Ate till I was full, really full, but didn't change too much in terms of uh, what I was eating. Just a little bit more of it. And added basically a meal. You added breakfast. Yeah. So when you say you ate to your really full, like 
like, oh my God, I might throw up. Yeah, like one more bite and I might <laughs> might lose it all. <laughs> well, that's a risky game. Yeah, fine line, real fine oh, line. That's yeah. fun, playing with fire. <laughs> yep. And then so when you weighed in on Saturday night, what did you hit? I hit a 240, oh, 10 pounds. What a nice game. It was a great, great sight on that scale, 240. Oh, in your mind as you were pounding all week, what did you think was realistic? I was hoping for like six or seven, like a pound-ish a day. Okay. So I went up a little over. Okay, now Aaron, walk us through your week. All right. <laughs> um, well, I tried to get very serious about exercising every day. See, I was coming off seeing you, but then when I went back to normal eating a little, I think I might take in about 5,000 calories in a day. Sure. Without drinking booze somehow. I, I do so much snacking and shit. So week one, I... um. It was in my head so much. So, mind you, I've just never looked into dieting. I just never done it. And I um, looked at the keto diet for uh, a split second and saw a bunch of meat and delicious cheese. And, <laughs> and I thought, well, this looks like a great diet. So just don't have carbs. And started chowing down. <laughs> and I was eating a lot. Day three... I had an oatmeal for breakfast, and I looked at the carbs, and I was like, well, there goes the whole diet. Well, and this could be a little educational. So, Charlie, explain how the only way a keto diet can work. Well, it's one of the only ones you don't get a cheat day. It's all or nothing. So once you hit ketosis, the carbs bump you out, and it takes different people different times, but a week or two to get back in. So you don't get that one-day break, or you just start all the way over. It's probably the only diet where doing it 99% correct is not enough. Yeah, It has to be done perfectly. What is ketosis? What is happening in your body? It's when you switch over from burning carb-based fuel sources to fat-based. So you kind of have to rid your body of all your carbs, stored up carbs, everything, and then it switches over to burning fat, and that's why you consume all the fat as your energy. Mm. But it takes a long time to get to that stage got it and once you hit the carbs you switch out and you got to start all the way back over and insulin's the big enemy of it right yeah which is from the carbs yeah well i just want to add really quick that if you want to look like charlie he teaches is it twice a day or once a day once a day every day and monday wednesday twice a day okay endorphins indoor like not outdoor but indoor phins.com love it so go watch charlie (laughs) exercise but okay so aaron so you got into some Bob's Red Mill in the morning and you realize, okay, this is this might not be the right tact. Oh, I was like, I blew it. So then I ordered Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> and I ate like five pounds of Chinese food. And then later at later at night I ordered um pizza and um breadsticks and I was horribly upset with myself while I was eating it. And I'm like, fuck it. And then I kept going back and forth to the kitchen and getting more. And I was like, this is my official cheat day. And then what really happened was, (laughs) what really is happening was I have no idea what I'm doing. I mean, come on, I'm trying to lose weight. There's a prize to be won of $5,000. And I most fucking definitely know that eating a large pizza and Chinese food <laughs> is in no way going to help the, the cause. So I don't think with even the million diets that are out there, I don't think either of those items are on any diet, right? No, I don't think so. I think I'm so upset that they're not. That I, yeah, I just, 
there's no explanation for how my brain works. It goes to this crazy place. And if I don't make a phone call, there's no one here to reel me into reality. So <laughs> I, um, <laughs> well, you and I both have this mode that is just always uh, like an inch away, which is fuck everything mode. Right. Y- yes. Yeah. And I, and I never know if that's like normal people too, or is this the addict in me that is all or nothing? Yeah. I think it's more that. I also think it's a way to regulate your feelings. Even if you're making your feelings worse, the predictability of it is appealing. So it's like, well, I know I'll be full as fuck in 30 minutes. Like I know that feeling. So let me, let me do what's required to get that feeling. And then it's a downward spiral of like trying to then correct that terrible feeling with another <laughs> shitty option. <laughs> I admitted that to you. I, maybe the next day <laughs> we're talking and I, and saying it out loud felt so ridiculous and embarrassing <laughs> that um, I ate really good. Again, I exercised. Bottom line is week one was a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> 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 and I still managed to uh, lose six pounds. So oh. I was 300 on the money. Uh-huh. So that was crazy. Because when I saw Charlie said 10 pounds, I was like, oh, God, game over. Like, this guy's going to be 270 and <laughs> just fucking more muscle in, a, you know, two, three weeks. Well, what's kind of great, uh, although it was a rough week for you, I do love the symmetry of it now being exactly 30 pounds 30. away for each mm. contestant. Yes. And then collectively, which the beautiful part of this contest is that Charlie has been helping Aaron. He's 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 advised him. Uh, he invited him to join Endorphins. Mm-hmm. That was the first act of kindness I noticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron's yet to send any food to Charlie's house, but maybe that's forthcoming. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then collectively we talked and, and the three of us decided that probably the best approach for Aaron, knowing you're never going to get to ketosis and uh, some of these other diets are going to just be too hard is going the caloric route. As Charlie advised, maybe start at 2,500 calories a day. That's what you're going to give yourself. So it's not too crazy. Although if you're starting at five, that's a pretty (laughs) steep decline. And then you're going to write down everything you eat, which is a big pain in the ass. And in my experience when I've done that, because it's a pain in the ass, once I find my like eight meals that I know the caloric intake of, I just repeat them over and over again. Yeah. And then Charlie advised that each week probably pull them back what? See how you feel, but maybe 200 calories a week you can drop. And I just use an app, same thing you're saying, log in like the top 10 foods, select them every time. And that way you don't have to remeasure, don't have to re-enter anything. And You could use Noom and you could use our code. There we go. Oh, yeah. And crank your tits down with a third love bra and then you're going to be good to go. (laughs) One of my fears as I was down in my basement fucking getting my pump on today was I'm looking at myself in the mirror halfway through and I'm like, oh yeah. And I was like, "Uh oh, are you going to start getting fucking huge and just gaining muscle? But, uh. I think we talked about it. I mean, I got so much to lose in my gut. What's your thoughts on that, Charlie? I think you're going to burn that fat first. Cut down your calories. You don't have as much fuel to bulk up as much. I think you'll be good. Mm. This whole notion when people work out and they're like, well, I've only lost two pounds, but I think I've gained four pounds of muscle generally is horseshit. Yeah. The only way I really will bulk up or gain muscle is if I up my intake to support more muscle muscle growth growth. gains. Yeah. Yeah, gains. So then the next weigh-in is tomorrow... Which is very exciting. Yeah, so I got to get up in the morning and weigh, right? Although, 
I'm confused. Do you think he should do Sunday morning or Saturday morning? There's a weird advantage there for you, Charlie. Why? Because he gets one more day of gaining weight. Oh. That's true. Versus eight hours. Yeah, so Charlie should probably go Saturday night and Aaron should go Sunday morning. Sunday morning. I'm I hate to that. say it, but I think Ooh. I think so. Yeah. I'm good Why that. do you hate? I, I love to say it. Oh, okay, say it. Yeah. I love hearing you say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that actually gives you, Aaron, two more nights. Right. No, I, I love that because Ooh. I'm uh, I haven't got on the scale, so I'm uh, I I'm feeling I lost a few more, Ooh. and I have been writing down everything I eat. To the best of my knowledge, I've been somewhere between two and twenty five hundred. Wow, oh, that's wow. impressive. From five? Wow. But at the same time, this is what I did last night. I'm sure you'll get a kick out of this. So <laughs> at about 8 o'clock, it was a wrap. I ate dinner. I ordered from this place because I was craving one because, Dax, you and I had it so many times. I got a Greek salad with a side of gyro meat. Yeah. Oh. And I was just estimating calories in that. I'm sure it was quite a bit. Anyway. It was so fucking good, and I, like, licked the bowl. It was just so good. I ate every bit of it, and I was like, all right, now it's 8 o'clock. Now fuck off. You feel good. Go watch your cop I was shows. outside. Yeah, I was outside. Yeah, yeah. A couple hours of cop shows, uh, Blue Bloods, and uh, 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 Quantico. Um, <laughs> I guess you already tore through Rookie, so you can't watch that. Oh, yeah, I'm waiting for next season. But um, So I was outside talking with my neighbor in the backyard and i was telling him about it <laughs> about the road to 270 and uh, he was <laughs> getting a real kick out of it so he told me his thoughts and he's in real good shape and he's like eat your breakfast at eight and then stop eating by eight and it's pretty simple don't fucking eat at night yeah so i went in and guess what i was starving oh, no. <laughs> It was so overwhelming how hungry I was that I knew what to do. And I looked at the book and I'm like, I already wrapped it in there right around 22 or 300 calories, I think. But I couldn't stop. So I had a bag of uh, empty calories, light microwave popcorn. Mm, okay. And... Some salami and some olives and um, <laughs> some cottage cheese. And this was at like fucking 930. But that's better than the pizza and the Chinese food. So yeah. you're getting yeah. better. We claim progress, not perfection. Exactly. Yeah, so I know that too. And that was in my head like, okay, I didn't grab any of the five bags of Doritos and chips yeah. that now are there for the kids. Well, this is where you are a bit hamstrung, and I was saying I That's feel hard. bad because you sent us a video of you throwing away some pizza that the kids yeah. had left over. It's so hard when you have kids and they leave all this yeah. yummy macaroni and cheese and shit. Uh, it's yes. left over. Yeah, that's rough. That, yeah. I think it'd be a lot easier if you were single. Because you could only have in your house perfect stuff, but you can't have that because you're kids. Wade just made a big pot of macaroni and cheese mm -hmm. for uh, him and the girls about an hour and a half ago. <laughs> and I'm like, son of a bitch. So, yeah, I was looking at it. So half of it's still in the pot, you know, that I'm going to have to throw away. What about <laughs> intermittent fasting? Has Aaron tried that? I mean, if you're doing eight to eight. But aren't you supposed to do like 11 What's the diff? What is intermittent fasting? Most of the then? science is just that it reduces your calories. So the shorter window you eat, 
you can only eat so much food within that time. So if you start eating at noon, let's say you skip breakfast, you do noon to eight. Uh huh. Then you got 16 hours you don't eat. So you can only eat so much within that small window. So my approach would be acknowledge what your weaknesses are and not try to overcome that as much, but have an option. So if you're starving, I would just have like six pounds of lean turkey meat. And I would just say, all right, you're allowed to eat until you're full, but you can only eat this. And you're going to get bored after a half pound of it anyways, and it will fill you up. So it's like (laughs) if you just had one go-to, it's like, yeah, I'm allowed to have a snack, but it's only turkey breast. Yep. And protein in general is going to fill you up. If you're just eating a chicken breast, you're going to get bored of eating it full before you eat too much versus like two bags of popcorn. They're the same calories more or less, but you're going to get sick of that chicken. Well, I think this is a very exciting challenge. Again, the one additional ethical dilemma, Monica, it did occur to me that I am basically offering to pay Charlie to trade bodies with Aaron or just to ruin his body for some money (laughs) to save sweet Aaron. Yeah, you're sacrificing Charlie for Aaron. Which I would do, and I love Charlie. But you understand, right? He's been my best friend since I was 11. You're also only 34. This could be the best thing to happen to me. (laughs) 270. That might be my, we don't know. That could be my ideal weight. Endorphins could absolutely explode because if they were watching this big lumbering firefighter that's right. <laughs> Roll around. Oh, and- no. Not, I didn't even think about that ethical <laughs> element. What if he loses his business because people are like, Charlie's getting fat. No, no. Monica, we've already covered it. When they <laughs> click on endorphins, it's going to be me fucking solid muscle working out. <laughs> yeah, Aaron said he's get, he's going to just walk right into Charlie's life. Two beautiful boys wow. married to beautiful Erica. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to make the switch on Instagram oh. and everything. Just real quick switch. <laughs> no one will even notice. This is my hunch. No one will notice. <laughs> Just grow a beard, Aaron. <laughs> well, this is an exciting challenge. I'm riveted. I can't wait to watch the weekly progress. I'm probably most excited to watch Charlie because I did enjoy so much when you got to 260 last year. I was just mesmerized by the transformation. I'm excited about it. Can I just say I'm very excited to watch Charlie gain 40 pounds. Oh, he's going to look awesome. There's no question about it. I know he is. I'll have no clothes, but. um, It's going to be so cool. He's going to have to to buy a $2,000 wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah, So the net net win's going to be down if you win. Yeah. Well, Weekly, I love you to pieces. Charlie, I love you. Monica, I love you. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you guys. Stay safe. Stay in school. Good luck to the contestants. Yeah, I good wish, luck. I wish big gains for Charlie and big losses for Weekly. And we will find out shortly. 